Welcome to Right Royal Roundup with Carolyn Cash. The show that keeps you updated with what's happening in the world of royalty, from the British royal family through to the aristocracy and current events from around the royal world. Hello and welcome to Right Royal Roundup. I'm Carolyn Cash and coming up later on today's show, Charles and Camilla visits Nice and Athens, Prince Philip attends the Royal Windsor Horse Show, Crown Prince couple to participate in the Royal Run in Denmark and the Instrument of Consent, so stay tuned. On Right Royal Roundup, time now for a British Royal Family Update. News and views from Buckingham Palace. Prince Charles and the Duchess of Cornwall visit Nice in the south of France and Athens in Greece on an official visit. They attended a commemoration for the 86 people who died during the attack on Le Promenade d'Anglaise in July 2016. The Prince and the Duchess met with families of the victims and members of the emergency services who arrived on the scene to render assistance. Prince Charles also paid tribute to the remarkable man who helped stop the terrorist. The Prince of Wales and the Duchess of Cornwall arrived at the Nice Flower Market to meet storeholders and members of the public during their last engagement in France. They also travelled to Lyon to commemorate VE Day on the 8th of May. The royal couple boarded a Royal Air Force jet for the second leg of their five-day tour. The British ambassador to Greece, Kate Smith, welcomed the royal couple when they disembarked from their flight. Prince Charles and Camilla attended a service of remembrance at the Memorial to the Unknown Soldier in Syntagma Square in Athens. The memorial is dedicated to Greeks who have died fighting for their country. They later visited the Greek president, Pocopias Pavlopoulos, and his wife, Velasia, at the presidential mansion. When asked, Prince Charles told the media that he and the Duchess are very much looking forward to the royal wedding at Windsor. Visit Right Royal Roundup on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup. Or you can check out our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au. Prince Philip has been seen for the first time since leaving hospital following his hip operation less than five weeks ago. He drove his Range Rover on Friday the 11th of May to the Royal Windsor Horse Show and was seen chatting to Queen Elizabeth. Prince Philip watched the Royal Windsor Horse Show through a pair of binoculars. Reports have said Prince Philip has been working hard on his recovery after he was discharged from King Edward VII Hospital so he can walk unassisted to the wedding service on Saturday the 19th of May when Prince Harry marries Ms Meghan Markle. For any royal information heard on today's show, check us out at rightroyalroundup.com.au. The Royal Run will be held in less than two weeks on the 21st of May 2018, which is hosted by the Danish Sports Federation, the Danish Gymnastics and Sports Association, known as the DGI, and the Danish Athletics Association. The Danish Royal Court has released details of the program, with Crown Prince Frederick arriving in Aalborg at 9am. Mayor Thomas Kastrup-Larsen will meet Crown Prince Frederick at the Utsun Centre. 
and there will be a special focus on children and activity after he runs the race. Then at 10.30am, Crown Prince Frederick arrives at Aarhus where he will launch both the 10km race and the first one-mile race. Crown Prince Frederick will run one mile and he will be present when the first 10km runners arrive. Then it is on to Ebsjörg at 1pm with a parachute display at the reception. After the Crown Prince runs the one mile, Crown Prince Frederick will present medals to the selected runners. Later that day at 4pm, Crown Prince Frederick and Crown Princess Mary will both participate in the 10km race together. Finally, at 6pm, the Crown Prince arrives at the starting point at Fredericksburg before he runs the 10km through Copenhagen. Welcome to Right Royal Roundup with Carol and Cash. Now crossing live to the throne. The instrument of consent records Queen Elizabeth's formal consent, the marriage of Prince Harry, to Ms Meghan Markle. Queen Elizabeth formally gave her consent to the marriage in accordance with the 2013 Succession to the Crown Act by making her declaration at a Privy Council meeting on the 14th of March 2018. This rather beautiful and ornate document is handwritten and illuminated on vellum by one of a panel of scriveners in the Crown Office. Vellum is used only for important state documents. It reads, quote, Now know ye that we have consented and do by these presents signify our consent to the contracting of matrimony between our most dearly beloved grandson, Prince Henry Charles Albert David of Wales, KCVO, and Rachel Meghan Markle. End of quote. The great seal of the realm is attached to the bottom of the instrument of consent by woven cords. The Queen's signature, Elizabeth R., can also be seen on the document which will be presented to Prince Harry and Meghan Markle after the wedding. You can see a photo of the instrument of consent with more details on our website with this week's show at rightwellroundup.com.au. On Right Royal Roundup, we now go back in time for some Right Royal Regal history. As we all know, Prince Harry will marry Meghan Markle at St George's Chapel on the 19th of May, surrounded by family and friends. Thousands of people will line the streets of Windsor to catch a glimpse of the happy couple, whilst millions more around the world will watch on television or online. However, when the future King George V married Princess Mary of Teck, who later became Queen Mary 125 years ago in 1893, it was a relatively quiet affair. They were married at the Chapel Royal at St James's Palace, which barely seats 100 people. However, many royal traditions have remained the same, with some slight variations. The wedding rings are made of Welsh gold, which come from a mine, Clogu St David's, at Bondieu. Queen Elizabeth, the Queen Mother, Queen Elizabeth II, Princess Margaret, Princess Anne and Diana, Princess of Wales's wedding rings were made from the same nugget of Welsh gold. Many royal brides carry a sprig of myrtle in their bouquets, a tradition which dates back to Queen Victoria and Prince Albert's eldest daughter, Victoria. Queen Victoria started the tradition of wearing an orange blossom wreath rather than a tiara on her wedding day. Many royal brides have incorporated orange blossoms as part of their dress, as a wreath or applique with transparent jewel in seed pearls and crystals. Nearly 100 years ago, Lady Elizabeth Bowes Lyon, who became the Queen Mother, established another royal tradition. She placed her bouquet at the tomb of the unknown soldier, 
in remembrance of her brother Fergus, who died at the Battle of Lewes in 1915 and paid tribute to millions of others who were killed or injured during World War I. Royal brides adopted the gesture, but they placed their flowers when they leave the church instead of when they entered like Lady Elizabeth did. She was the only royal bride who walked up the aisle without her bouquet. Official photographs, which are often taken between the ceremony and the wedding reception, started with King Edward VII and Queen Alexandra's wedding in 1863 to record these special moments. That's all we have for this week. Thanks for joining us and we look forward to your company again next week. You've been listening to Right Royal Roundup with Carol and Cash. Tune in next week for more of the latest royal news from around the world. And don't forget to like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup or visit our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au.